Wherein the folk is not and should not be viewed as a news source. Any information discussed is purely speculative and should not be viewed as an allegation. Due to the nature of evolving information, wherein the folk is not responsible for content accuracy of any information discussed and shall not be responsible for any decisions made based on such information. By continuing to watch this video, you acknowledge and understand that this is made for entertainment purposes only. Welcome to this emergency episode of Where in the Folk. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and non human biological beings. <laughs> yeah, to, to celebrate the uh, occasion, we have Cecil's clone here with us today who doesn't have a beard. Some would say the evil twin, but I think I'm a little nicer than that douche. <laughs> <laughs> so, what so, are we talking about this yeah we're uh, here for an emergency session over the uh subcommittee hearings yesterday um the the keynote speaker or i believe even whistleblower his name is david grush i think i'm pronouncing that right um he was very he gave a lot of non-answers but the reason we wanted to have this um emergency episode is he actually did drop a bombshell within this meeting as subcommittee hearing and said that the u.s recovered non-human biologics that's a direct quote from crashed crafts uaps now i've done zero to little no research on this so what is was he was he the whistleblower or was he just somebody telling what was going on um, he's, he's under, so he's an official whistleblower. Okay. And because of that, there's like laws that prohibit him from saying certain things because yeah. he's under this NDA or that NDA with these companies and these government officials. So he, he gave a lot of non answers and he even said that he had to be careful because he and his wife have been threatened already. Um, and I'll just kind of start with that. Um, he, uh, he said activity that he and his wife personally witnessed was extremely disturbing. And my question was, if this is a, like above top secret, how does his wife know about it? What did she see that was extremely disturbing? Unless they're talking about like the threats of violence and not you know non-human biologics that very well could be or it could be like a pillow talk situation where if he was what what was his thing was he in this was he involved in all this and brought home like classified documents and she overlooked them or no it doesn't get into it he he's definitely part of all of this that's a hundred percent fact but as far as the to the extent, it's very um, convoluted. And what makes it even weirder is that, and maybe it's not weird. I, I, maybe I just don't know the context of this. But sitting behind him at the subcommittee hearing was, uh, who's Bob Lazar's handler? I can't remember his name. 
Oh. Um, no, hey, here. I mean, this would be quick. But, like, I don't know. It's very strange that they're letting this come out now. Um, and, you know, this is an emergency episode. We don't come at us, bro. But we are interested in learning more. So if you want to comment yeah. some information, um, go ahead and do it. Um, we are very open to learning everything we can. And if you have information, go ahead and comment it. And if you have uh, any insight you want to do and you want to come on here and do it, just reach out to us and you're more than welcome to hop on here and school us. <laughs> teach us a, teach us a little something. Um, Bob Lazar documentary should bring that up. Well, Bob Lazar himself, I feel like, might be a... Uh, George Knapp. George Knapp. George Knapp was sitting behind him in this meeting, and I know that there have been people who are very vocal skeptics of Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp yeah. um, who were involved in that documentary with Bob Lazar. And, and, of course, Bob Lazar has a lot of critics as well. I just thought it was weird that he would be sitting behind this whistleblower and, you know, like you said, maybe we just don't have enough information because I personally did not watch the whole two hours. <laughs> I watched the highlights, which is what kind of spurred us to make this meeting or this emergency session. We're not claiming to be experts by any means, <laughs> by any means, but we want to get this out here because I personally have I friends. Yeah. I, I personally have friends I, I was like, hey, did you hear yesterday they basically admitted the non-human life forms flying uh, aerial phenomena? And they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And like, nobody know, knew what I was talking about. It, the only thing I noticed from it was this occurred the exact same day that a uh, very high social lot was being sentenced. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I took it where a grain of... Seagram seven, but well, not, not only that, but there was also, if you want to talk about like weird overlaps of news, yeah, there, there's a situation evolving with a, um, it was Obama's personal chef. Yeah. He was found dead and oh, the initial report came out that he was paddle boarding in eight feet of water and that he was alone and that the Obamas weren't on the property. Well, mm. since then, this is how this works. Since then, it's been reported that, first of all, he wasn't alone. Second of all, they're not disclosing who he was with. Third of all, uh, they said he couldn't swim. That's been debunked with videos of him swimming. Mm. Uh, it was actually three to four feet of water and not eight. And they were home. And now they're person. I read this. They said that their personal mortician is coming to examine the body. Wow. So that's another big thing that, that is kind of sliding right through the cycle right now that this could be ups for. But he said that, so David Grush yesterday said that he knows multiple colleagues that got injured by both UAPs and people within government, um, you know, do, so if he's saying people were injured by, he didn't say aliens, he just said UAPs. Yeah. So this could just be referring to people who get injured while uh, using these aircraft. 
you know, th- there's been studies like at Skinwalker Ranch that people's brain chemistry literally changes after being exposed to these technologies. Yeah. So like shrinks or something. Yeah. Well, different things happen. Sometimes it shrinks. Sometimes it expands. Sometimes it's permanent. Sometimes it's not. But the only thing that expanded your mind was hello. Well, never mind. <laughs> the, a good point that I heard brought up is like, if we did encounter aliens and like intelligent life yeah. that they say is probably estimated to be 50,000 years ahead of us in technology. Um, why wouldn't they head straight to the top of the food chain? Like, Maybe I mean, chances are that they would already be in control and like the perfect plan would be an invasion without having to, to lift a single weapon. Well, I mean, the thought my thoughts behind that is if it's a civilization that's so advanced in technology, but hasn't wiped herself out, they have to be some kind of enlightened beings. You know what I mean? Like they probably aren't very aggressive for the most part. Or it could be like the episode of South Park where we're just a TV show. That's and, a good point. You know, with the things happening now, like I don't know what it is. Um, a lot of you might not remember before like 2016, but stuff was not as fucking crazy as it now is now like the clown world we live in is legitimately insane. Like we have national leaders saying, I didn't say that about certain things, but you can go back and watch them say that. And like, I guess it, is it one of those situations where people don't know that we can go back and watch it or are they just fucking with us? Like, I think, I think they're just <laughs> taking us to the gaslight grill, dude. Yeah. Like you like said when I said, yeah, you to get that shot, I'm, that it was mandatory for you to get that shot. I didn't mean it was mandatory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's completely. I I think that even in traditional nonlinear warfare, a, a very common thing is to gaslight the yeah. the intended target. I mean, it's almost maddening that you know they tell us one thing and do another, do one thing and tell us they're doing another. But I'll throw an interesting uh, perspective out here. So he's acting like his life could be compromised because of this meet these meetings. Yeah. And he said that both ins and outs of the government are involved in these top secret programs. He said there's <laughs> check this out. He said that there's no above top secret authority legally. However, Congress can't get access to review these programs. Wow. And they have access to top secret. Like Congress is supposed to be able to choose what's redacted. Hmm. And they can't access these programs. And I'll tell you my theory. My theory is that the outs of the government. So like your Lockheed Martins, your Raytheons, your general dynamics. Mm-hmm. Imagine if technology came out, free energy technology what kind of hit that these companies would take who are involved in our current technology. Like you would have the oil companies coming out and be like, absolutely not. (laughs) And like, imagine it would completely unglue 
the very dominant foothold that a lot of these companies have in the military industrial complex in the energy complex, the monopoly that, that goes on in the world today, it would all fall apart if we had free energy and uh, free uh, propulsion systems that didn't use fuel uh, where you could travel from one place on the planet to, to another in an hour or less. There's a lot of implications there. There's a lot of reasons why people would not want this to come out, this technology, if it exists, and it all goes back to money. It's always going back to money. That's the way it's always going to be. Greed is a fascinating thing, really. It draws you to the limits to the most nefarious shit you could ever think of. And I mean, it depends on where you on where you are with if we've already had these technologies for, you know, possibly a millennia. Oh yeah. I fully believe that we have. And of course it's it's your own opinion. You do your own research like we always state. But you know maybe it's maybe that so many things are starting to come out now about what they've taken away from us that they're trying to rush like well we better tell them now or else there's going to be some kind of crazy revolt oh dude I, I, for a second i don't believe that they're they're doing that to like benefit us in any way no but it might be like a cya thing you know cover <laughs> your own ass in a way i think that if they came out tomorrow and said Here's proof of aliens. Because notice, he never said aliens. He just said non-biologic, non-human. Yeah. So it could be a monkey or it could be, you know, a turtle in there. But here's what I'm getting at. If they come out tomorrow with pictures of an alien, I would 1,000% think that it's one of the the human hybrids that we've been hearing about for 20 years. It very well could be, and it's so interesting, too, because I've seen a meme. I don't like memes, but, you know, I've seen this one, and I was like, well, that's very sad, but it's very true. Conspiracy People that are dubbed as conspiracy theorists have been, you know, saying aliens for a long time, and people's like, oh, you're fucking crazy. But now, when the government gets involved, and they're like, aliens, conspiracy people that stub conspiracy theories are like, oh, they're fucking lying to us. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> it's kind of crazy how that works. But well, yeah, and it, I, I saw another meme that was pretty funny. It was like, does this? Uh, so aliens come out. Do I still have to pay my mortgage? Yes or no? <laughs> yes, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, let's look into it. <laughs> like, uh, and I'm fully on the I'm fully on that spectrum though. Like when they come out and start saying stuff, I can't help but think, well, how much of this is bullshit? Well, it's because of Mockingbird is why we feel that way. Like we know. Like, why do they want us to know this information? Like, why now? Why today? We've been talking about this for 80 years. Yeah. Why is today the day that you're not going to put people in a padded room for speaking this way? Exactly. Not ridicule them. Not, and even the people that's been ad adopted by beings were ridiculed to the point to where, you know, they couldn't live a normal life up until now. Which is still probably pro pre prevalent to the people that's been adopted. 
but you know most people that have those th- memories now just don't say anything about it and here yeah. they are basically coming out and saying hey guess what you're getting ready to be uh introduced to some biologicals which yeah, another you have a good point about that too a non-human biological person could be the turtle it could be a dog yes he was very careful when he said that yeah very careful but one thing that really blows my mind is like they're acting like all of this stuff is brand new like we just figured it out yesterday <laughs> and whatever that's just not the case like uh, everybody knows the story about admiral bird like a yeah. part of me wonders if there is a reason like if they're if they are in a situation where they absolutely have to tell us the only thing that i would believe is that they have no choice yeah and it doesn't matter why they they would never tell us about this technology unless they just didn't have a choice anymore. That's true. Unless they're um, using it. So that might be the situation. And, 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 this shit. and think about this. Uh, Warner Von Braun on his deathbed said that, that if this ever came to lot, that that would be like in game top stuff. Yeah. Um, but there's one last thing that I wanted to read because um, I know we're trying to keep it short and just leave everybody with food for thought. But uh, I'm just going to read the opening remarks from the subcommittee chairman yesterday. Okay. Um, the National Defense Authorization Act of fiscal year 2022 established the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, or AARO, to coordinate efforts across the Department of Defense and other federal agencies to identify and investigate UAPs. However, AARO's budget remains classified from Congress, um, prohibiting meaningful oversight as to what they're using that budget for. That's a loose quote. Um, In addition to AARO's efforts, NASA has been leading an independent study on UAPs that will identify how UAP data is gathered from both civilian and government entities that can be analyzed to shed light on the topic. However, despite these offices being established, there lies a pressing demand for any government transparency and accountability that cannot be overlooked. So these things exist. They're acknowledging these ex- the existence there's no oversight into the budget. We don't know how much money they're getting. It's completely black ops <laughs> programs. Like it, it is mind numbing. It that, really is. You know, it's- you think about all the people out here just struggling to get by day to day, and people wondering where their tax money's going, and you know why does everything cost so much? And then they're probably dumping trillions of dollars into stuff that we'll never know about that benefits us that we have no representation for the taxes no. that are going. Oh, no. <laughs> I looked at my pay stub today and I went, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. That's I just try to avoid it. I'm like, I get paid this so much. And I then mean, my- everybody's, everybody's up in arms about like the, the money to different countries and, you know, money for different bills. But, I'm thinking the last time we looked into it, NASA was spending like 
thirty million dollars a day or yeah, an hour or something like that. Something fucking crazy. I can't so, remember. So God knows how much money this AARO office, the, the Pentagon just failed another audit a couple months ago. Wow. Yeah. Um so I mean the whole Department of Defense, other than just like stuff that's mainstream, like our military. Yeah. All other any like level of classification DOD stuff, the the accountability or like checks and balances is nuts. I know. I mean it's a fucking clown world at this point. It really is like it's gotten to the point to where I don't get on social media. I don't if I see like anything news pop up where I'm trying to watch porn, I turn it off immediately. Like, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's not going to fix any of this is like, like people just get it in their head that there's going to be like some magic bullet politician. And it's going to take a lot more than like one politician, especially a career politician to change anything like there, there would have to be like wide sweeping laws prohibiting any lobbying and checks and balances to make sure that like these people aren't taking money from the same people who are, you know, spending trillions of dollars. Like, I, you know, I'm, when I was younger, I was a very faith, a faithful person, like in Christianity and things like this. And then, you know, I kind of lost my beliefs over the years because I, I guess you would call me agnostic more than anything. Cause I just don't know. I've read so much about so many different religions and they all compare so much and all this. Um, I don't want to go here, but I'm going to like, it really seems like the end times. Like it really seems like, I know that's been said for generations and generations. And, but I feel like we are likely to see the savior like that one world government with that one person that seems like perfect to come and fix the world. And that would be what they called in the Christian world, the antichrist. Like, it just I just seems- almost think that there's too many people awake at this point to, to the, the gigs up, you know, like they would have to, they would have to exterminate millions yeah. of people to do that, to make well, that. I mean, if history has ever taught us anything, that's not something that elites are above. True. I mean, <laughs> I mean just because or, we're, just because we're living in a more event technologically advanced time than what we're told has ever existed, doesn't mean that things that happened a hundred years ago couldn't happen today. Or if yeah. they made that alien attack undeniable, like mm-hmm. if. Like if there wasn't just sightings, but they use those drones to actually destroy cities and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like that would have people in such a craze, like government or not, you're gonna want to be up in arms about it. Yeah, and everybody, else, and you know, when you say things like this, people's gonna be like, "Why? You know, why would they?" My question is, why wouldn't they? Like, if they have the ability and they have the thought behind it, and they have a crew behind it and they have some kind of agenda toward world domination whatever greed is always the number one factor in anything like this i don't know if they're greedy enough they can do and do whatever they right now they've got it made the same people who 
who go to war, who finance the war, are making money off the supplies, you know, like it are making money off the healthcare system. Like yeah. I, they've got it good right now. Like as far as making up these proxy wars and they've, they've been doing it dude, like forever. Yeah. Like, like since they, since the whole transition of wealth to these uh, powerful people. Yeah. And so I think one world government would create some problems in the war department. Like, I. Yeah, that's it, true. And think about like, you know, because like the like China has their own Google and everything. Like there yeah. would be like a a war at every level of you know what was going to be adapted. You know what language is everybody going to use? Well, the thing about it is, like, if there was a one world government, they'd still be able to have war because there's always going to be some kind of resistance. You know, little yeah. fractures here and there. So, but it definitely wouldn't be as profitable. So I can see that too. But who's to say that we're not under a one world government now? You know what I mean? Like, true. Like, I mean, yeah, I understand everything. I mean, everything is owned by three companies. Yeah. And And there's certain people who own those three companies. Yeah, and you know the best way to make the most money is to fund both sides, and that way you never lose. Oh yeah, I guess I d- I missed that earlier when we were talking about Raytheon and all of these military industrial complex uh, yeah. companies. They're all owned by, I-, I think, BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street. Yeah. Well, people will always kick back saying, "Well, that's just you know investment companies. They own each other too." <laughs> <laughs> That's where you put your money so it grows for when you retire. Yeah, but the, the problem <laughs> the problem with them being the top three shareholders of almost every publicly traded company yeah. is they've got a, a major seat at the table. Oh yeah. Like like if they pulled their investments, that's like a death blow to mm-hmm. a lot of these companies. Tell it, sister. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I agree with what you're saying, though. Everybody's just like, yeah, that's where we put our money. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, a, it's weird. Hmm. But we wanted to just bring this up. And if you have more information, please drop comments. If you want to come on here, please let us know. If you want to talk shit, go ahead. <laughs> like, But if you want to talk shit, please supply something that we can read and learn. Yeah, we don't claim to be like the world's foremost experts. We know them. We know some people. Yeah, we know some people. But we just wanted to give like the layman's opinion on this news that's co- news that's coming out. And and you know nobody ever really talks shit. But you know if somebody does decide to, you can call me a fat fuck. I'm fine with it. <laughs> you can say I've got a small pecker, whatever <laughs> you want to do. But after that, put and this and give it. <laughs> <laughs> but as always we thought. we appreciate everybody who listens to us and it you know you can join us every friday at 8 p.m eastern 7 p.m central on weird awakenings to talk about um more esoteric subjects yep. uh we definitely don't go as hard <laughs> uh but you can interact with us. You can ask questions at some point. We may do it. We may be doing a where in the folk live. Yeah. Um, yeah. But for now, we're just going to keep 
mm-hmm. keep loading them in the chamber whenever we see crazy stuff in the headlines. I, I think this is our third attempt. Yeah. Um, but we do have some upcoming uh, series as well that we're working on. Um, mm-hmm. So look out for that too. Yeah, we'll be doing a full-length series on St. Germain soon. Um, we was going to do it very soon, but I've got to put together a lot of stuff for that. I'll, I'll see what I can get done here soon. Um, we And next week on Weird Awakenings, we're having a guest. Hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully she'll be able to make it. Nothing holds her down. That's going to be a very fun one. She's from Asheville, and she lives in a haunted house. Is that correct? Yeah, Asheville, North Carolina. She is a an experiencer, an owner of a haunted house. She has video proof. Um, and I believe her Twitter is of a haunted house in Asheville. And don't forget to go check out everything weird at Weird Realities Network. Uh, you can go to weirdrealities.net. It is a .net, yeah. Dot net. Yeah, you can go to weirdrealities.net. Um, to get some information as well. And they also have a link tree um, and you can check them out on YouTube. Thank you for watching us because we're watching you. (laughs) 